2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: What's up? It's your boy, The Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app.
0: Somebody out there
2: deserves to be recognized. Master And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor! Master You're the toast of our Shot of the Day. Three times as usual, we had to drink desk and Steve a
4: throw hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. And today, we toast Mr. Tim Hansen. Of somewhere in the Netherlands. So Tim was fined $400 after a traffic camera caught him talking on his phone while driving. Well, he was shocked, mainly because he had no recollection of talking on his phone that particular day. Certainly not in the car. So he decided to check the photo for himself. So at first glance, it does appear that Tim is, in fact, talking on his phone. But a closer look reveals that he's not actually holding anything in his hand. He was simply scratching the side of his head, but the camera mistook the position of his hand for him holding a phone. Well, Tim happens to work in IT, specifically creating algorithms that edit and analyze images. So he put his expertise to use and proved that he wasn't. Uh, And proved that even if he was not scratching his head, he definitely was not talking on the phone. Worst case scenario, he was talking to his own hand. Anyway, he's confident that he's going to win his case, but he has to wait 26 weeks for an official verdict. So they posted a picture. When you look at the picture at first glance, it looks like he's holding a phone up to his head. When you look closer at the picture, there's nothing in his hand. He's scratching the side of his head, but he works in IT, like I said, doing all this stuff. So he went to them and said, guys. I'm not trying to fight 400 bucks. What I'm saying is I did not do this. Right. They looked. They agreed and said, yeah, there is nothing in your hand. It's like, right. So even if you think I'm talking on the phone, I couldn't have been because there is no phone. But he's supposed to wait half a year to get an official verdict. But we saw the picture, man. Like I said, it looks like he's on his phone. Do you he realize he's not holding a phone? So there you go. That's how it works in the wild. Night. Yeah, but that's the precise moment that this AI thing took his picture. Anyway, we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat, to party in our tummies. Down, down the hole,
2: The Men's Room presents Profile This. And Stephen Throat Helmage of please, everyone, now Profile This is played.
4: A short game, Miles, it's a simple game where we share with you a real-life news story. Something that happened right here. On planet earth, 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 earth. And as you listen to the story, based on the stereotypes you believe to be true of people and the decisions that people make, we'll ask you what it is you think makes the story a story. Hello Andy, welcome to the Men's Room. Liquor and horns. Liquor and horns. Hi right, Dandy Andy. You understand how this your game is played. I do, sir. Fantastic. You have a choice of one of three stories. We have Bite Me. In other words, what did somebody find in the food? Interior decorating, where you guess the foreign object that ended up on the inside of someone. And finally, animalize this, where you guess the animal responsible for causing the problem. We're going to do the second one. No doubt. All right, here is your story. A 73-year-old Australian man needed emergency urethra surgery after jamming something into his penis. Thank you, Mike, because the terms emergency urethra surgery are never good. Anyway, after waiting 24 hours to seek medical attention, doctors moved quickly to remove the foreign objects. Because the foreign object could cause necrosis in just two hours.
5: I would also like to note that any surgery involving the urethra is likely an emergency urethra surgery.
4: That is actually a pretty strong point. <laughs> strong. Very strong one. So after, agree. after several unsuccessful approaches, the surgeons resorted to forceps, which finally got the foreign object out of his urethra, Franklin. Now, that was not the end of it. Ten days later, the man returned to the hospital complaining of swelling and discharge, which prompted doctors to, quote, aggressively operate again. An incision was made into the penile skin and a large amount of fluid leaked out. Now, the doctors' fears that the man had developed necrosis, they were realized. And in the end, part of his urethra, Franklin, had to be removed. Now, the man confessed that he'd inserted objects into his meat snorkel in the past, but had always been able to remove them without complication, not this time. So the question is, what did he insert into his pork sword? Was it tweezers? Was it an Allen wrench? Was it watch batteries? Or was it two pen tops? So tweezers and Allen wrench, watch batteries or two pen tops. One of those things, rather unfortunately, he inserted into his urethra. Um... Hey, man, well, you picked the topic.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Surprise. Like
3: where would you say it was again?
4: Australia. In Australia. I do not know oh. where in Australia, just Australia. Um, what do, you, what do you think, Steve? Well, I know the answer, and yeah, what I think after- is, <laughs> all of these are horrible answers, and even worse, one <laughs> of these is right.
3: Okay,
5: um... I'm trying to think of a less painful option.
3: And when I'm thinking of urethra, I mean, I'm thinking about the main. Yeah, the main drain. Yeah, I mean,
4: it's your main, yeah, you're in and out. And there's no good answer. There's just a right answer. That's the thing with this.
2: All right, Andy, I'm going to jump in and go two
4: pen caps. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Alan Wrench. That just seems like the easiest Alan one Lynch. to get out. Okay, Ted. Yeah, but keep in mind, he couldn't get it out. He had done it before oh. with the same object. According to him, he'd used this object before and had inserted it into your urethra for sexual gratification and had been able to remove it without complications. This is the time he couldn't pull it off.
3: And they make things for that. What do you mean? Oh, oh, yeah, specifically like, the like stimulant. little like yeah. bells or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like you could put in there and you can. You can have somebody do it for you if you're into that stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I'm, I'm leaning towards watch batteries. Watch batteries? Okay. Trying to get a charge, mate.
2: We're going to find out what that guy uh, shoved up there. Was it tweezers, an Allen wrench, a watch battery, or two pin caps next?
0: That was a tease. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Categories interior decorating on Profile This we got an Australian man who needed emergency surgery to his manhood after jamming something his up, up his urethra up his foster straw. Uh, He returned 10 days later for another surgery, uh, and some of his kookaburra was removed. Question is, did he jam tweezers, an Allen wrench, a watch battery, or two pin caps up there?
4: And remember, Andy, you're the one who picked this topic. But nevertheless, here we are. Uh, By the way, on the text line, somebody says, I'm going with tweezers. Someone else says two pin caps, but they thought it out. They said he used one cap, but then he needed more pleasure, so he used two. And then the one got stuck. That's their theory on this. Okay. Now, Okay, well, given all this
2: amazing time to think about all those pleasurable objects,
5: what, um, you said something about required emergency surgery after two hours on one of those items? So the thing is this.
4: Based on what he put in his urethra, <laughs> they said these things within two hours can cause necrosis. This guy waited 24 hours to even go to the hospital. After they removed gonna, the objects, he went back to the hospital 10 days later because their fear of necrosis had come true. And that's why they had to remove part of his uh, urethra Franklin.
5: Mm. I'm going to I'm gonna go with watch battery.
4: Now, originally, you, went, sorry, sorry, you, wrench. you, and, you and, and Ellen, so, who would like you and change or, uh, Andy, But either way, no, you no, I'm going to change it. Well, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> and it there's not even I a
2: prize. prize. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> it's like I said, we're going to switch out your girlfriend. No. Yeah.
4: Uh, Miles oh, okay. <laughs> Miles went with the two pen caps, <laughs> and, uh, you know, theorizing along with the uh, <laughs> texture. No. Hey, you know
3: what? Uh, just getting word, breaking news. The Niners actually, uh, they're going to go ahead and kick the ball. <laughs> they thought about it. <laughs> they
4: thought about it. They thought different. Now, Andy, you originally went with Alan Wrench.
5: This
4: the guy who gave up oral for pizza. Remember that. Hey, we were just talking about that oddly enough and recounting Miles' story of Eating chicken while receiving a mouth hug—different story for a different day. It smelled so good, and part (laughs) and part of a roll. This is all true now, and literally, we were just talking about this. Uh, But Andy, originally, you went with the Allen wrench. (laughs) It was not an Allen wrench, okay, Ted? Ted, you went with the watch batteries.
3: Yes, you
4: are correct. All right, he did three watch batteries, and according to him, he'd done it before with no problem. Listen. You shouldn't put anything in your urethra, right? I, I don't know who I'm actually speaking to at this point, but obviously the people that need to hear this. But if you must, do not use things that corrode. And that's what the doctors were saying. They said, look, man, if it were almost anything else, it's just a matter of extraction. The fact that it's these batteries and batteries obviously are known to corrode. Like these things will cause problems. And this guy ended up getting necrosis and that part of his... uh Urethra removed. One battery, fine. Three batteries, that's three o- that's over Too cured. much. what's well, thing, all three got stuck. And we don't know if he started with, like, seven. I mean, that's the thing. He just showed up. There were three of them. He
3: was all charged up. All charged yes. up. Also, right, when you do that kind of stuff, there is positives and negatives. Oh, Ted with a battery joke. I mean, hey, I can keep running.
4: <laughs> hey, what else you got? Give me one more penis battery joke. Ah, uh,
3: I know it's on the fly. Well, I he wasn't having sex like a rabbit, but... <laughs>
4: He was ever ready. Oh.
5: Now for all TV you, there news there. all
2: the time, it is time for TV Time with
5: Ted. And now, because your pathetic life is confined to countless hours in front of a talking box, the men's room presents TV Time with Ted. Ah!
3: All right. Where was the scream? Uh, I was still trying to think of another battery penis joke. <laughs> I assume it was a D battery? Oh, there you go. Yeah, there, there you is. go. Okay, okay, I'm dead okay. serious. All right. I forgot to scream. It's almost like batteries, penis, batteries.
4: It's amazing how you get distracted at this job. Some of the conversations we had before we go on the air are like, okay, well, we're going to say this. Like, VD gets involved and... You'll spend 20 minutes, you know, kind of hashing out, like, how something's going to be presented. And I'm like, they paid us to have this conversation about farts or peeing or whatever it is. Ted, getting distracted. I need a penis battery joke. (laughs) I (laughs) I must
3: do this. I'm so fired up with my first two. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, there's one guy that's not doing anything like that because he's got a, frankly, hot wife or girlfriend. I don't know. Jelly Roll. That's his wife. I have not seen his wife. wife. Oh, know. Bunny! I think her name's you, Bunny. Yeah, you've, you've got, got to be kidding me! Oh. Her name's Bunny. Yeah, Bunny I mean, and she, Jelly. Bro, Jesus. your your mind's about to be blown.
4: Okay, that's not okay.
3: Yeah, uh, and she has a podcast that I was watching the other day, and I had I was like, "Who is this Bunny?" Then I'm like, "Oh, that's Jelly Rolls, and she's hilarious too." Yeah, she is actually pretty entertaining. For that sounds sexist.
5: <laughs> she is actually, actually she's funny. Yeah. Oh, I see what's going on. So here. I had, can look like yeah. him. I can see what's Shaki. going on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> She was with him long before he got known by anybody. No, she I know. She's been with him I, through all of it. It's I, almost
4: I, like you created a living doll. But the thing is, look, I understand that. I, I credit to her and sticking by your man and all the crap that they had to go through. How did he get her in the first place?
3: See, that's the thing. Because of like, his jelly roll.
5: pays to be funny, man. Good Lord.
3: Yeah. Well, that, and I heard. Uh, you know, the man, stuck. he's from the South. <laughs> all right. He don't mind going back. Oh. I in the South every chance I get. Good call,
4: Mike. <laughs> he honestly uh, likes to eat. So, oh,
2: there you go, Miles.
3: So, Jelly Roll. I knew. <laughs> never
4: mind. Never
2: he mind. all right.
3: He wasn't at the People's <laughs> Choice Awards the other night to accept his award for Male Country Artists of the Year, uh, which... That's a big deal for the people's choice
2: because country fans have some of the most loyal in all music.
4: Does he count as country? Well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, for the most part. I think
3: He's, rock, people, he's country.
4: He's- they call him country and then he branches out and does other things.
3: That that, that seems to be the general there's, M.O. There's just kind of like this weird space now. It's like Post Malone. I, I don't know that I would call him a rapper anymore. I no. think you just call him an artist. Yeah. Good call. Because
5: yeah, there's an entire wave of, especially in country music right now, where it's, there's country rock, there's country hip-hop that are still kind of, still labeled as hardline country. You know, you got the Morgan Wallens, you got the Jelly Rolls, you got the the, the Nate Smiths, the guy that I like. But
2: you know what's gone? Uh, bro country.
5: That seemed to take a step back,
2: which
4: is, you know, that, that it was popular for about eight years, ten years. Yeah. And now it's what about on? Southern Rock? You know, the Molly Hatchett's, the Leonard Skinners, where country was listening to some it, of, yeah. rock people were listening to it, and it's like the one time, at least when mm-hmm. I was growing up, that country and rock had no problems with each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. Marshall yeah. Tucker Band, Outlaws, all that. Sure, yeah, and you're exactly right. Who was the guy? So there's Jelly Roll now. Post Malone just kind of does what he wants, which I respect. Who was the dude? It was a couple of years ago, I want to say worked with Chris Cornell. Oh, Zach guy. Brown. Zach Brown.
3: Right. Zach Brown. Band. So Zach right. Brown, he is strictly country. He's but country. But all he the rock, rock out like out all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. There's a ton of them. Uh, so Jelly Roll, though, he wasn't there to accept the uh, award because he was. Well, you know what? I'll let you. I'll let him tell it. But he was Jelly Roll was out just being a good dude. We won a People's Choice Award for the Mill country artist of the
5: year. Voted by the fans, baby. Y'all have never let me down. Thank you. I'm sorry I wasn't there. Here's the truth. I'm actually standing in the juvenile courthouse right now. I just walked out of the juvenile facility. We partnered with the Beat of Life to bring a music program to the kids. This has
4: been on my calendar for a long time. I promised these kids I was coming. I had to honor my word. I hate I wasn't there, but don't take me not being there as a sign of anything other than love and respect and me
3: trying to do better for my community, baby. Yeah, so he was literally awesome. at the juvenile at juvenile awesome. hall, like, hanging out with the kids that are that got in trouble or are, mm-hmm. are in there. We're just terrible people.
4: That's what I... He's, every time he talks, like, he's done something good. You know what I mean? And, like, he did his time. He did his thing. He admits to it, owns it, all the stuff. And then in your meantime, like, well, I could be on television getting a People's Choice Awards because the country likes me. Or, I don't know how about these kids.
3: Yeah, and I mean, that's awesome. It is. Like, there's a lot of people... Look, there's, I, I have plenty of friends that may have done a small amount of time in juvie. <laughs> but you would never guess it now. Sure. But course, you know, it of kind of scared him. I mean, hell, I you know, I have spent a couple of days in central booking like, you know, like it has when an amazing you're yo- effect. Right, when you're younger, these these things can happen. So I think it's cool that he's in there being like, "Hey, look. Here here's the here's the other way. Here's the other path." Yeah. So Uh speaking of which, yeah, I started watching um uh, watching uh, you know, I'm always watching sports or drugs. So this one is about, it's like a five-port Why don't you just watch both and call it the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> you can combine both worlds
4: together. One sport, bunch of drugs, good stuff.
3: Yeah, I feel like the NFL guys are a little more obvious about it these days, too. Like Miles will test. They, you, those guys always knew kind of the testing system. Sure. Now, once you, once you pee dirty, it's a lot more intense, but they've, I don't know. They make they, There's enough jokes and stuff now where it's like, oh, not flaunting it, but it's like, oh, they know damn well what they're doing. But they do it off season. Whereas, it right, to be in the, whereas the NBA guys? is just like, we're no, not going to test. No. We don't care.
2: Yeah, NFL guys don't put it on social media when they're right. smoking uh, a yeah. blunt.
4: Because they get in trouble.
2: Duh, Beckham did. You know, you know,
1: yeah, that's
2: true. You know, you get a drug test in the NFL. You run for two hundred and sixty yards in one game. Right. Then they'll drug test you. Then they'll come to your door.
3: Yeah, or your Jimmy Garoppolo, you got busted for PEDs and it's like you didn't even have a good year. I was gonna say but they don't work. Yeah. He's taking the wrong ones. He's doing that for sex with a porn star. Yeah, it might be. That. So I was watching this uh, the show on Netflix, right? It's a couple years old. And it's like an investigative reporter that goes to different countries to talk about the source drugs and this and that. And then the other half of it is a woman that used to be in the CIA. I guess her parents were, too. She talks about growing up in, in East Africa and, and other things like that. But it's like she was a Detroit. The, <laughs> the cocaine one is just amazing you know, because, like, I think everybody, you know, you watch these movies and stuff, and you think about selling cocaine, and it's like, oh, I'm going to get rich and this and that. It's like, not really. Like, there's the guys at the very top that are going to get a ton of, of money. Of course. But the dudes out in the field picking everything, like, picking the leaves and they're stuff. They're not getting anything. They're not getting anything. But they're still getting more than they would for the other So they're going to do cocaine, then they do a different drug on the next episode and move on to, Correct. to whatever. Correct. So the coke, is- right. So the cocaine one was pretty interesting is, I mean, like, let's be honest. Cocaine is used all over the world. Sure. But if you take our consumption as the United States out of it, which is not going to happen. And the, the woman that's in the CIA, and it's funny, it's getting towards the end of the episode. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, maybe we should just legalize it. And she literally goes, I know this will sound extreme. Like I was in the CIA, but like the prohibition isn't working. We throw billions at it it doesn't work people still have an appetite yeah. for okay. for some of these illegal drugs uh illegal drugs like i the one movie i watched years ago american drug war i like the quote in that one was they're illegal because they work but also we like we did it with alcohol that right we mm-hmm. that that didn't work at all but all there's... we did was up violence because now there was an extra revenue source and like that's what, that's what sucks is these people is that like at, let, let's say you know, all the weekends, you go out, you go to a club, you do some cocaine. Now, at no point when you're doing that, you're worried about getting in trouble getting into the club, you're not thinking about the fact it's screwing over some poor family in Colombia, right. So it's like I, I just it's I don't think people are ever going to get to that point. So I'm kind of with her. It's like if there was a way to legalize it and take the illegal element out of it, and also which drug looks the worst? I mean, look, well, I just say, but the coat, this is just the one I'm talking about. I want to it because it's just so like, it's almost like if you legalize it, I like they with alcohol, absolutely be legalized you can, and, and people will use it more, use it less. But look, it happened with heroin too. That was another episode. So with all the unrest in the Middle East and Turkey and this and that, they have to find new routes. So now heroin is flooding into East Africa and it's tearing up the slums because nobody's ever used it. And it's. It's crazy. There's a couple of countries that
4: legalize a lot of drugs. One of them is heroin, and one of the things they did was, you, the I believe it was in Netherlands. Portugal, the Netherlands. Portugal did but, it, too,
2: where they have a safe room that you go in, and you can do your heroin.
4: But with this, you physically had to go to, if you want to get your heroin, like, look, it's legal. We're not here to judge you, but you had to go to these government-sanctioned places mm-hmm. to get it, and you'd come in. They do about where you were as an addict, and they gave you the dosage you would need to survive week to week. I believe it's a week-to-week week thing. So... They did a pilot program on this, and this is—so there are politics behind this. So you have to ask yourself—and I would say every politician should be given an IQ test and a citizenship test. It should not preclude them from running, but at least as voters, we understand what they know and don't know, right? Okay. So uh, one of the things they did with heroin alert. look— I, I'm not about heroin on any level, but they legalized it. These people went to this place for two years to get it, and they did not tell these people, but after a period of two years, they would start saying, Miles, uh, just so you know, yeah. we're going to give you what you came here to get. Right. But you've been clean for 18 months. Okay. And they were like, what? This, yeah, we, most
2: people, most people, we, Portugal, Portugal is We lowered the,
4: your dosage... The- Every time you came, we have given you placebo what? for the last 18 months that you came in. So at this point, understand, one, you beat the habit, it's mental, but now the mental thing's kind of gone because you you don't need it because mm-hmm. we haven't given it to you. But you know, along the lines of cocaine, heroin, and all that, and it's not advocating drug use, but one, you find a lot of it goes down. When you make things okay, it's not as cool to tackle things that are already, like, my kids have no interest in smoking at all they don't care about marijuana because now that it's legal it's what? not this, that, this it's, weird called, thing right, to them anymore right? and the show was and called the business of Drugs, um, but it right, goes a long and, way and, and we we'd sort of like us? to incarcerate
2: it's okay well and, and, that's that's incarcerate.
4: and that's a separate business so
3: i mean so your truth is like man and it's going to take time right yeah. I, and I, look we're not going to do it in the states but even in portugal oh, no. No. what happened in portugal was the first year people were people that are against it were right. The numbers went through the roof, of course. But now that we're down the line, they found out that, like you're saying, like it's not as enticing. But either way, I, I'm just saying the CIA agent said it. I was thinking it. But it's a very interesting show, and it it just shows you how all this stuff works, and it's it's just mind blowing. And also, man, like some of these people that run these cartels, it's like you almost want to like let's shut down their business and have them run another company because these are smart people. I mean, there they picked Kenya. Because they knew it had a strong, you know, intel structure that you knew you could get boats in and out and all this stuff. So it's like, right. Yeah, they're they're not-, not
4: stupid. They're illegal. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, God. But look, man, when Washington State legalized weed, all these cats I knew that grew weed, not selling it, but the guys grew weed. I'd say 95% of them now work for the state. Because yeah. they know what they're doing. So when the state kind of put out the request like, hey, we don't know what we're doing, but we know a lot of you do. This guy's a place to so a guy I knew that rode a longboard all the time and wore shorts and tie-dye shirts. The last time I saw him, he's in a suit. He's like, dude, I'm a, I'm a state employee. You know, but I work with a horticulture of growing the weed because I know what I'm talking about. And him and, and a lot of his buddies. And I'm like, cool. Well,
3: what yeah. happens? Look, if somebody breaks into your home and attacks you, mm-hmm. right? Call the cops, sure. whatever. You, they're going to get arrested. You take them to court. Sue them again, right? But when, when you're dealing with illegal businesses like this, it don't the only... The only way they could solve things is violence, and that's when that goes through the roof again. So, mm-hmm. but you know, who knows? A lot of people make money on it. Just like it's like, ah, oh, we tried it with booze, and whether you like drugs or booze or not, because I know a lot of people are completely against them. But it's like we proved with booze, it did not work. Not work. But just because something's legal doesn't mean you have to do it. Yeah, right. I There's mean, a I, lot of people right, like you were saying. People don't smoke. They don't dip. Yeah. I don't drink scotch. There's no. a lot of people that don't even eat fried food, right. and you can or pork. I, I'm, I'll stop naming stuff. Sorry. There's no reason. <laughs> Everything you like. That's what I'm getting. We're out. the people who hate apples. People that don't eat bacon. <laughs> I hate lettuce. Right? <laughs> they don't even eat pizza. And they ain't getting hot tubs. But yeah, it's, uh, it's on Netflix. It's, uh, it's a few years old, but it's called The, the Business of Drugs. And tell so you know, what, that CIA agent, I wouldn't mind her booking me. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, no wonder you watch. <laughs> Thank you, Ted. We appreciate it. You're listening to Men's Room.
2: returns with Miles and Thrill. Now, let's see what's happening in the real world. Alright, here we go. A shoplifter in a Pennsylvania Walmart busted with steaks, ammo, and of course bacon. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, a South Carolina man gets his high school diploma 100 years in the making. Mm -hmm. Priest is busted illegally selling a hard time. Headbutting passengers at 40,000 feet, definitely a crime. And a British soldier wins a half million dollars. making a sex date. It's time for your headline.
0: Now, it's
2: time to hit the head
5: lines. Here's my cop. Alright, our top story, we go to Pennsylvania, where a burglar made off with a major, major chunk of change. Authorities were called after a local residence was broken into by an unknown individual, and they immediately assessed that he was able to make off uh, rather, what he was uh, able to make off with. They determined that the burglar was able to steal thousands of dollars worth of necklaces and rings, silver dollars, and two quadrillion dollars in cash. You can imagine that this was the least of their worries, as the cash came. Uh, the cash is from the quote Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe.
2: The dollar is essentially <laughs>
5: worthless, and he stole twenty one hundred trillion dollar bills. <laughs> they're still on the lookout for the thief. <laughs> they basically said that that they're a novelty that you can get for like ten bucks. Yeah, it's the Bank of Zimbabwe. Right. in a little time. Do
4: the uh, uh look final, at this thing, the, Miles. Yeah.
5: It's a one hundred oh, yeah. trillion dollar right. bill. Yeah, that's that sounds like <sighs> just
4: because like, it says it does not mean it's worth.
5: Correct. It, it sounds something like a kid's like it's that, that, yeah. their workaround, Like I am now a one hundred trillionaire.
4: And you go okay, loan me some money. <laughs>
5: there you go. <laughs> if you got <laughs> a trillion, you can give me ten billion. You won't even feel it. Remember when you were a kid and you first learned what a backed dollar bill was. Banked? Yeah, basically, it, it was worth something. Oh yeah. When yeah, you yeah. found out that it's not just a paper, that it, it actually has to represent something. Something. That right. sucked yeah. when you thought about that. I'll just write a <laughs> check. I don't care about that. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> money, money. Right. That's all my mom would do. She'd write checks for everything. Now we had the money, but it never occurred to me. It's like all right, you just
4: write how much you you're don't gonna understand give. Understand that they correlate.
5: Right. It's just numbers.
4: Well, my mother told me that one time. I wanted something expensive as a kid. I don't remember what it was, but my response to her was, well, let just go to the bank because every time you go, they give you money. Right. Because as a kid, like they had that vacuum tube thing. Like I don't know what you did to Ta-da. get it, but it, whenever, whatever love note you
5: wrote, right. they give you money for it. Mom, come on. Well, and think about it. Even in today's standard, even more so, it's just numbers. You just swipe a card. You just tap tap a card at this point, mm. or tap your phone, and then bloop, they just give you whatever it is that you want. There it is. Money's just numbers anymore.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, it always has been, but at least with cash, it was tactile. Right. You knew, like, okay, there's no hidden fee with this. Like,
3: if Correct. I give you $12, bucks, i am out 12 but bucks But you know it someone's
5: is- trying to skirt the system
3: and find a way to just add zeros to your number. Yeah. It is kind of nice, though, nowadays. I feel like you have a much more, it's much easier to know what you're, your checking accounts at. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Well, they'll yeah, let I mean, you know when you're trying to make a purchase. And oh, you're definitely like, no, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, I talk to some people and they're like us. Uh, and I'm like, how do you not have a rough estimate? Right. And I get being off by like eh, 20, 30, you know, 50 bucks maybe. But like, I generally have a rough estimate of what's in there and what bills are coming up. My nice. wife texted me, this is years ago at this
4: point. She texted me at work. Oh my God. My accounting, and she's super anal about it, and what the bank says we have in the account are, and this is a quote, way different. So obviously I go into a bit of a panic. I'm like, my God, how far are they off? This is not a joke. 11
2: cents.
4: (laughs) You know my wife. So I texted her back, and I said, baby, I know this is important to you. Let the bank have it. You know what? Let them have it. That does not weigh off to me. I can live with her 11-cent I don't know, right? Whatever it is, discrepancy, it. Yeah, yeah. I can live with. Eleven, <laughs> you texted me at work about 11th. I can't. Right. I have gone through all of our numbers. I do not see how. Right? They have these. So, but
3: again, I mean, good not, honor. I'm impressed, dude.
5: You have no idea. I mean, down to the dollar. In other news, we head overseas to Spain, where an illegal drug operation has been busted. Authorities <laughs> caught. wit. Sorry, wrong one. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> Authorities caught wind of the sales and began an investigation, which eventually led to confronting their dealer in his own home. All right. They figured that he'd come quietly as he's a priest at the local Catholic church. What was oh. he slanging? A subsequent search of the home turned up exactly what they feared, that he was illegally selling Viagra along with his partner in crime, mm-hmm. who also lived there at the house. I guess you can't just peddle Viagra in Spain, Ted. I don't yeah, think yeah. you
4: can anywhere. But thing: He must have been moving a lot of... V? Especially in Spain. I'm just saying, like, in the States, I would get it because they overcharge for that crap sure. vastly, right? So, I'm going to do it here for cheaper. Sure. Spain, as I understand it, the price of, per pill is much cheaper than it is here. I don't see the, the cost reward in doing this. Ah, uh, you know, he's a, I bought my daughter lives there. She says it's dirt cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she buying a lot of smiles. My about uh, from yeah, I don't know uh, who
1: she's taking.
5: But... <laughs> <laughs> to Pennsylvania in a place called Freedom, where a man's Walmart cart wasn't quite as free as he had hoped. Police were called after he was uh, seen walking around a store with really no intention to, to buy his products with about $1,100 worth of goods that he had not paid for. That's a lot. Police arrived on the scene before he was able to make his escape, and they took him into custody. Even if you did, like, a supermarket sweep it would be very difficult
2: to have $1,000 worth of items in your cart.
5: Unless you it's just what like you see food and grab yeah, king I crab mean, legs yeah, and nothing else. Right. What's a little disconcerting about his cart of goods was that it appeared to be mainly filled with shotgun shells and bacon. Go! <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Thanks to the warrant out uh, for his arrest, he's facing several charges, including one for the uh, legally possessed firearm that he had in his possession. I agree with you, Miles. Unless you're grabbing TVs, and even if you are grabbing a bunch of TVs... Like, TVs. Filling, a, filling a cart full of $1,100 worth of goods at a Walmart. And it's ammo and bacon. Right. <laughs> like, they're going to get... I mean, sus- he's not, not wrong. Even if
4: you're on the level, right? they're going to be suspicious. going better be thick-cut bacon, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. The good stuff.
3: <laughs> like, I, you shouldn't steal... But if that guy was like, do you want to come up in the morning, do some shooting? Right. <laughs> I'd be like, And, yes. bacon? Yeah. and eat bacon? Yeah. Eat bacon? I know you
5: stole that ass. I don't care. And ammo's not exactly cheap these days either, so that, that, no. that, that probably added to plenty of it. And just in case those stories left a bad taste in your mouth, thankfully there's good news. A man in South Carolina is finally ready to get his life started. A while back, he had dropped out of school following the 8th grade in order to help support his family, moving to Washington, D.C. in the process. Now that his family is on their feet, he's gone the extra mile in order to finally finish school, and we're happy to report that he was recently able to walk at his own graduation ceremony receiving his diploma about 90 years after dropping out of high school. That's awesome. Did he actually walk across the stage? He actually walked. The 106-year-old man celebrated ah, right with his classmates, uh, who called him Gramps. And the ceremony was organized by his granddaughter. Time to go to beach week. <laughs> 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 he, he Want but, some beach? He's in a rush next week. In the world of sports, you got NHL hockey on TNT and college basketball on the ESPN channel, CBS Sports, and FS1. For as the weather, expecting things to dry out tonight into tomorrow we'll re- where we will be enjoying temperatures in the mid-50s. So enjoy those hey, And, and that's up your headlines with that. Mike Hawkins,
2: I... Thank you, sir. Next time, we'll see you for Big Dummy. The Head Chef's back with Ted's Meat and Potatoes. Kevin Deerts has your Pearl Jam tickets coming up next. Yes, indeed. It's
4: all true, but in the meantime, well, we be all about this, bitch. So until next time, please, do what you do best, and for Aletha's sake, stay beautiful. Room has been taped before a live studio audience.
2: Wardrobe and makeup provided by Mantastic Limited. This has been a presentation of the Men's Room Radio
4: Network. Oh man!
1: A double flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?